Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, the man who was too much black and not enough panther for the Black Panthers, Mr. DJ. Yo. He also joined the wrong Black Panthers. It was a furry club. Anyways, my other brother, hey! the only oh. person who outdrank the entire NWA, Mr. Mustard himself. Who did you think was the last one standing? <laughs> Tell was, me who you thought it, it was. It was Mustard. It was Mustard. And no, out of them. Oh, oh, dude, it was definitely Cube. No, it was Eat, bro. Oh, damn. The <laughs> motherfucker can put him away. <laughs> Speaking of short, the only surviving member of the original people to go to Mount Mordor, my baby, <laughs> Lofus. That was a hell of a trek, too. <laughs> works, out, yeah, works out your calves, man. Yeah. <laughs> works out your calves, brother. <laughs> That'll definitely get your cardio up. So uh, we're back with another episode. It's been a very long weekend. Last night we had to re-record the roasting of God's Not Dead. And let me tell you, that movie does not get better <laughs> with either time or repeated viewings. No, it really doesn't. I told him he, still... had to pay, he had to pay me to be there. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, you got dang right. Still funny. He's like, we did a good thing today. We an Who atheist got killed, killed and we do that shit about it. <laughs> Fucking shit, dude. Oh no. And what's funny is that Lofus. <laughs> Lofus was one of the original roasters on that on that whole fucking thing. And he opted out. He was just like, I can't do this again. I can't I can't watch this movie again. That's how terrible that movie is. Right? Didn't I text you, baby? Yeah, it texted me. I was like, nope, I can't. I can't. Not again. Never, <laughs> never again. That's right. literally the Chinese what I was like, bitch, you gotta, you gotta pay me to be there. I'm not doing it again for free. Yeah, no. So I had to pay Mustard. I had to actually drag DJ out of his den of iniquity <laughs> to bring him there last night. It was, it was ridiculous. So Passed aside from, the, <laughs> yeah, so aside from that, uh, we're going to find out what everybody has been playing, but we're going to start with, uh, with, uh, Lofus here. Cause he does have some news for us. Lofus. I do. Oh yeah. So Right on the ball, man. Hell yeah. Right on the ball. I gotta gotta mess that one up. Uh, but no, I, I finally finished playing Death Stranding. Nice. Uh, one of us of one of us took the plunge. One of us fell in the grenade. So that's one of the main reasons he was excluded, <laughs> excused yes. from roasting. God's not dead. <laughs> Tell I, I us what it's like ahead. to fall before the altar of Kojima. Oh boy. <laughs> do we want to get into that now? Yeah, let's oh, do it. Let's do it. Yes. Fuck these let, two assholes. Let us bask in his... Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ye of little faith. <laughs> so, go ahead, baby. Tell us what it's welcome, like. Welcome back. All welcome are back. welcome before the altar. Um. All right. So, like, on, honestly... I knew what I was getting into, right? It's a Kojima game. We know that it's meant for the story and not for the gameplay. So I didn't pay as much attention to gameplay when I was playing it. And But the story was as fucked up as you think. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'd still uh, yeah. give it 
a solid seven out of ten. A seven out of ten. Wow. Okay. A seven out of ten. Considering it won how many fucking awards? Yeah. It it not as good as some people proclaimed it to be, but not as bad either. It was like Titanic at the fucking Grammys. Or not the Grammys, the Oscars <laughs> that one year. Yeah. Oh god, that movie. didn't it actually win a Grammy too for that stupid song? Yeah. Yes. My, heart, my heart will go on. Yeah. My heart will go on. Yeah, yeah. that one. And speaking of Titanic, I've been challenged, but that, that that'll come in the movie section. We'll come. Yeah, we'll cover that in the movie section. Oh, so I mean, like, like was the game was was the gameplay as 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 grindy as everybody says it is. I would say it probably was just as grindy as you might expect during the first ten hours. But once you reach a certain point in the game, it kind the world kind of opens up, and you can actually build roads and drive vehicles to carry around all your shit. So it didn't it didn't take as long to get through the story as you would think. It was a lot of the side quests that ended up keeping it long. Man, oh, one of those you have to earn your way to ease, kind of. But well, with it... everybody like in your in your little circle putting in material to building roads and and other buildings it as you opened up certain areas it it unlocked a lot so it didn't get as bad oh no that's uh that's uh it's you you know like um uh with all that said i still want to fucking play it <laughs> uh, yeah same here i have like Definitely. no fucking interest in it uh, and for mustard, if you want, just watch somebody other gameplay and just only watch the the movies, essentially. Nope. Just to get through the story and, and know what it's about, but that's about it. I just I don't I don't I don't feel the need to, my man. That's fair. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna play it. I mean, I know I am. I'm curious. So. Well, you're you're one of the you're one of the sacrificial lambs, so. I mean, then that's that's perfectly fine, but uh, now that that's over with, my poor baby here has suffered for the podcast. So, uh, what what about you, assholes? What have you guys been playing? Um, uh, that's well, the new COD update came out, right? And that's what I've been fucking with. And then uh, what else? We tried Overcooked too. Remember? Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was that's a that's a that's a fun but very very, very tiresome game. Yeah, it's fucking intense, bro. But uh, there but, is uh, another game you've been playing. Come on, which one? Which Come one? on. Um, you gotta remind me, man. My brain's not where it's supposed to be right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. The division sorry. two. Oh yeah, we've been playing Destiny. That's right. Ah oh, fuck, <laughs> Division. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, um, it's literally Destiny. Yeah, my statement still stands as fuck. That's <laughs> a very vague storyline with the fucking looter shooter system. That's all it is. Destiny. Da da da. Right, but he's having fun, and that's what he's tr- what he's what he's really hard not to admit is that he's actually having a lot of fun with it. Hey, you know what? Yeah, I never said I wasn't. Never said I hated it or anything, but it is literally destiny. <laughs> okay, what about you, DJ? 
I've been playing uh, Resident Evil 6. Really? <clears throat> Why? Eh. Uh, well, for one, it was on sale on Steam right now. Yo, hell yeah. Uh, but another one. Uh, honestly, I just want to go back. And uh, to be told, the thing is that I don't think it's as bad as a game as everyone says it is. I mean, the Leon parts are definitely the best. No, of course. But honestly, you know, but uh, honestly, I, I still think it's an all right game. But you definitely, but you definitely want to play it with somebody if you can. But, uh, you know, as I said, as far as, as, a, as a decent game that I think it is, that cutscene with uh, Chris versus Leon was still bullshit. Absolutely. You know, I, I'm freaking sorry. Like, okay, I mean, I have no problems about Chris taking on, uh, being able to take on Leon. I mean, that's fine. But the way the, the, but the, way the style goes, the way it goes about it, you know, Chris with his big bulky self actually matching Leon's speed is actually bullshit. What, what would have made more sense to me is that uh, if Chris, like, you know, uh, fought in a more turtling strategy, like, you know, because... Logically, he's not going to match Leon's speed, so it would make more sense if he's like more on, on the defensive end, like you know, just probably wait for an opening. But yeah. no, he's, he's he's actually like matching blow for blow. I'm like bull fucking shit. You're that fast. I mean, because I'm a big guy, you're a big guy, and we don't move. Well, like I'm fast, but I'm also very powerful. But it's taking me a long fucking time to get there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like a cheetah. I'm like a big Hispanic cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more. I'm more like a. I'm more like a bear on coke. <laughs> like I'm not that agile. I'm just oh, fast God, to get the hit apex predator. I am the apex predator, bro. <laughs> that dude with that little bear with a head on, bro. Like yeah. his uh, Lofus here. When we when we used to get drunk in our house, uh, <laughs> we'd have guys come over and they'd always try to challenge me. Ooh, and you have were, guys come over? Yeah, all the time. And uh, it was always funny to see them. Go the go down because of uh, how much they underestimated how fast it was, right, baby? It was hilarious to watch. Really was. Uh, one of our one of my yeah, former you, friends. You fast, you fast as fuck, boy. No, I am. Like, d- tell you, you know who I'm talking about. The former friend of ours. I that, uh, that was who was who was really surprised about how quickly <laughs> it took him down. Listen, you used to kick my ass all the time when I was a kid, okay? I know how fast you are, okay? <laughs> but, but, but no, she like, like back in high school, holy shit. Yeah. I was a very violent person in my past. Uh, but no, yeah, the idea that the idea that Chris Redfield can actually go as fast as that little fucker, that's just bullshit. It's just complete and utter bullshit. They, sh- they, they oversold it. Yeah, they really did. I mean, so Wait, but you also have to remember that they're both like federal agents with extensive physical training. Like Chris is oh. just a dumbass Hulk dude that doesn't know how to fight. Like they're both like f- trained federal agents in hand-to-hand combat. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, oh, yeah. absolutely. I, I agree. I, I, I do not I dispute know. that. I, I still think Chris should be, should be able to take on Leon. It's just that the way he was taking him on, because the Leon was sold. Yeah, like because Leon, he's a fast motherfucker. He's like a fucking. Uh, He's very John Wickish. Uh, fucking Chris is very more. He's a lot more like Rambo. You know what I mean? Like they're they're he's both very like trained. Baller. Yeah, they're you know, both very you know. trained. But there's one that has a specific edge. You know, so so yeah. I mean, when I expect something like that, I always expect Chris like you know like, like operating like uh, a defensive turtle strategy. You know, and try to get like an opening on Leon. 
that's that is one of Leon's problems. But you know, that's what uh, Chris like be more patient. But no, he's like whatever, bitch. Whatever, bitch. In other words, what we're trying to say is that Resident Evil is not Dragon Ball. <laughs> Should be. I, I still don't like it. I mean, like the, the the only Dragon Ball I've ever fucking watched on a constant or continuous basis has been <laughs> Dragon Ball Z abridged, and it's just my favorite fucking thing in ever. Uh, not even real Dragon Ball. <laughs> no, it's not even real Dragon Ball. But you know what, dude? Like, like Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z abridged is like twenty thirty episodes. Versus the, the the hundred and something episodes that it takes for them to tell a story in the yeah, regular Dragon episode, Ball. Each episode's how long? Oh, so like 40 15 minutes. minutes. Really? 15? Is it 15? I remember them being short because I was laughing my balls off the whole time. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a lot longer than that, though. Like, I think it's like 50-some episodes in now. Oh, no, 60, I think. But, uh, you know, they pretty much just, just cut out all the stuff. I mean, I understand why back then, why they had, like, such long fights, because... You know, they was doing this uh, the series in uh, you know ha- uh, side by side with the manga, uh, the manga artist, and you know he needed time to get the the actual story done, so they had to drag out the fights for like entire seasons, so you know so the manga artists can keep up because anyone who knows about making comic stuff, you know that's not exactly you know you can't exactly speedy Gonzalez your way through that. Yeah, you know you, it, it takes time, man. You know, it takes time. You know, it, it does take time. So he you know, he needed time to you know finish up his shit so they can actually move on. No, so I understand I, the long fights. I I get all that. However, what it did was create a very serious trope, and what yeah. it also did was hinder Dragon Ball Z's or the whole Dragon Ball series their ability to move forward. That's what right, it can did. We, we're not can we not get caught up on this. We're not. We're actually starting the show. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Mustard. We were getting out of hand there. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of getting out of hand, those PlayStation 5 manufacturing reportedly costs around $450 per unit, and I say bullshit. How much is the fucking um, Xbox Series X one going to cost? Uh, I don't think we actually have a price right now. It's not going to be 600 No, it's going to be far less than that. Yeah, no, see, I hope so. you know, because that's what fucks Sony over with the PlayStation 3. Like, when people saw that 599 tag, they were like, yeah. fuck you! You know? So, no, no, no console is going to go be be 600. It, it'll be most likely be like 500, but it will not be 600 again. I mean, that's like, what I've been thinking is probably they're not going to get beyond 500. Yeah. I'd oh, be yeah, shocked if they did. Yeah. Sony learned their lesson. They got fucked. Well, isn't there that. isn't there going to yeah. be like different performance tiers in the in the Series X? Like you can have like the you can have like the flagship one, and then you can have like the upgraded version with like more uh, whatever. That's what I heard. There's going to be like different. We tiers. don't have we don't have models yet. We just know the yeah. basics of it. Um, um, there might be. It might be. We know that we know that there were two uh, projects that they had. One was. Codename Lockhart, which is the, supposed to be the cheaper version, yeah. and then the other one was um, what was it? Scarlet. Project X. Scarlet, yeah, Scar- Scarlet yeah, was yeah. supposed to be the premium. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, I'm telling you right now, if you want the true next gen Xbox console, get an Xbox One X and just wait. For I it. promise you, it's not going to be 8K. There's going to be no 8K games for years. Yeah, yeah. it's all going to be upscaled. It's all going to be upscaled to true native 4K, and the Xbox One X is your native 4K system. Trust me, that's your next gen console. You're wasting money with the Series X. I, I agree. So it says here, scarce components have caused the manufacturing cost of PlayStation Five to rise around four hundred and fifty dollars per unit. 
per unit, forcing a difficult price-setting decision in its battle with Microsoft. But the thing is, is I I'm not fucking buying it. The PlayStation 3 came out at a $599 price tag, and they claimed that they were only making, what, $100 per unit until the fucking fiscal reports came out, and if I we found out that it was only, only $120 to manufacture each PlayStation with the Blu-ray drive. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trusting this shit at all. Like I'm not okay. saying fucking Microsoft is any better, but the fucking Can idea we... that place that that Sony is selling us this bullshit, I'm not buying. Can we just take take into consideration um, the fact that Ch Sony is a uh, a Chinese company? Japanese. Sony's Japanese. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, you... but every manufacturing done is done over in China, so. China and Taiwan, yeah. Let's as see, reported by like Bloomberg, usually Chinese, usually Chinese companies lie about a lot of shit. Yeah, uh, as reported by Bloomberg, these high costs have caused Sony to take a wait and see approach with the PS5's price, which is different from the past console launches. The Sony usually sets the price for February, the release year, uh, with this mass production starting in spring. No, it's that nah, nah, no, it isn't, because it's exactly what they did with the last time. They they took a wait and see approach with the Xbox, the Xbox One. That's what it was. Yeah. They wait, yeah, they waited for Microsoft to be like, okay, it's going to be this price. I was like, okay, cool. And so it's like, okay, undercut them by 100. Yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. And, and, and anyone who says otherwise, no, that's bullshit. Everyone knows Sony just did the whole, okay, Microsoft, what are you going to do? <laughs> undercut them. Okay, we, we won. Won this generation, baby. We won it. Woo! I had an argument with the other, somebody the other day on, on the Discord that was like telling me that the PS4 was the was the better console just because people bought it more and i was like that doesn't that doesn't make it better like that just makes it cheaper and you know just because people buy it doesn't mean it's good you know like yeah like the most the most selling cars in the united states are cheap ass thirteen thousand dollar cars they're not teslas you know what i mean yeah, yeah no like business wise sure but actually quality wise look even stick with Sony, the PlayStation 3 is still superior to the PlayStation 4. Like, and actually, some regards, it is. Yeah, like, yeah, like, the PlayStation 3 is like a media center. You can do so much with that thing. PS4 is so limited, it's not even funny. What it has is better yeah. graphics. That's basically it. Can I add into this? Like, I have a PlayStation 4 Pro, and they don't have a 4K Blu-ray player. <laughs> Even though it streams and plays games in 4K, oh it doesn't actually have a 4K Blu-ray player. Oh my gosh. Jesus. You gotta love it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, DJ, with your brand new updated sound, please. Ugh. For comparison, the PlayStation 4 retailed at $399 US. It was estimated by the, the IHS market to cost $381 to manufacture. Okay. If all things were similar with the PlayStation 5, Sony would have to have the PlayStation 5 price be at least $470 to reach similar gross margins. But yeah, but sure? this, is, this is bullshit. But that's a lie, though, yeah. This is yeah, bullshit. This is a complete bullshit fucking lie. Yeah, no. They'll, they'll probably do 500 but it's not going to go beyond that, though. But no, they're they, they going to try to squeeze as much as they can. They, and everyone knows 500 is pretty much like as much as you're going to get. So let's see here. <coughs> 
So it says here, uh, while the price may not be set, most of the PS5's components have been locked down, including the cooling system, which is unusually expensive at a few dollars per unit. Most cooling units for the consoles cost less than a dollar, but Sony opted to lavish more on, making sure that heat dissipation for the powerful chip housed inside the console isn't an issue. Thing's gonna be loud as fuck, boy. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I, mean. what I was just thinking. Unless you're going water cooling, that's gonna be loud as shit. It's like, hold the on, PS4 guys. PS4 Pro is loud as fuck, bro. Like, uh, oh my god. I don't know. Like, uh, Lofus, is it loud? Uh, yeah, it can get loud. Yeah, it's fucking loud, dude. Imagine, uh, imagine just being on the phone call. Hold on, I gotta boot up my PS5. Click. It's what? Literally, what the <laughs> PS4 Pro is like, dude. Like, I was. It, it, it actually concerned me. Like, I was playing with the homies, and like, I, I, I literally said, like, dude, why is your PS4 so fucking loud? And then they were like. I don't know, bro. It just gets like that. I'm like, you gotta fucking clean out your fucking vents or something. Because <laughs> it sounds like it's dying. And yeah. plus, yeah, we know that. I'm sorry. Go ahead, baby. I was gonna say, yeah. Unfortunately, it has nothing to do with cleaning them out. It's just they cheaped out on the on the cooling vents. On the cooling, yeah, it's fucking loud. That's what I was actually about to say. We also know that from uh, from uh, videos that take apart the console, they, they had a very poor design of the venting system, right? Yep. Yeah, whereas Xbox is a huge fucking circle in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> That's where a strong breeze cleans it out. <laughs> Legit, though, the Xbox is way quieter. Like, way, way quieter. Uh, okay, so, uh, Mustard, please. Microsoft may very well wait until E3 to reveal the pricing of the Xbox Series X. So it may be a while if Sony chooses to continue waiting. Until pricing is unknown from the next PlayStation, Sony, Sony previously announced that it will once again not be attending E3. Damn. Well, wow, Sony. Wow. So well, man. You're, you're basically giving Microsoft this generation. You freaking idiots. But <coughs> I mean, do they not do they not see the writing on the wall? Like literally. You can tell Microsoft's hungry. It's like, okay, fine. You got us this gen. Next gen, we're coming out swinging. Sony, you better... You know what? Why am I wasting my breath? I don't know. They're underestimating it very much so. It also says here that Bloomberg all reports said uh, Sony is planning on releasing a new version of the PlayStation VR, which will go on sale at the same point or at some point after the launch of the PlayStation 5, the holiday season. Uh, yeah, because you know what? The PlayStation VR was such a big hit. Fuck. Yeah, seriously. The only thing that the only thing the VR had was uh, Resident Evil 7. That's it. That's the only reason you even got that freaking thing. And even then, and it, wasn't worth the, it wasn't even worth the, the what, $250? Yeah, I think that was the price. I mean, I'm willing to play the game, you know, because I'm curious about that game in VR, but not for a $250 price tag. Yeah. Uh, speaking of price tags, though, Ubisoft reveals a surprise Division 2 expansion, Warlords of New York, that is designed to revive the game. Honestly, the game itself hasn't really died. It's lost, like, public momentum, but it has, it's still going. It still has updates. It's still working. It's over. Shut up. It's done. <laughs> oh, Don't try it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, Deej. 
The makers of the Division Two have waited until until nearly the last possible moment to give their frustrated player player base a heap of potential good news. After spending weeks failing to uh, yeah failing to announce a release date for an expected small extension to the game, they're revealing today that 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 mini expansion, a free two mission excursion to Brooklyn's Coney Island, is but a prelude. To the much uh, to much more content, which is all uh, which is all coming out less than three weeks later. Going so, back to New York. So how can you fail to announce something? That's it's Ubisoft. Kind of, that's, no, that's kind of fucking with me. It's Ubisoft. Like, did you know they were going to announce something? No. Then how did they fail to announce it? Because they failed. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Because they didn't announce it. I don't. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs> Did you just have an aneurysm? A little bit. That's Go annoying. down. Go down. Oh, God. Scroll down. I'm scrolling down. <sighs> okay. Mm. Uh, Baby, please. Oh, my God. $30. Uh, on February 12th, Division 2 players who bought the game's year one pass will be able to play through the two Coney Island missions. Other players will be able to access them on February 19th. On March 3rd, the large $30, oh, $30 Warlords of New York expansion will move the action to downtown Manhattan in a map set across four zones compared to the base game's 11 from Wall Street to Chinatown as players hunt for Aaron Keener, the rogue agent antagonist of the original Division game. Finally! I knew that was going to kick off, DJ. <laughs> go ahead, DJ, go off. Tell them why. Okay, look, I have a thing about loose ends. <laughs> you know, all, all my friends who watched me play through the Saints Row games, I, I hated that the that freaking Dax survived since the beginning. And when they finally got rid of him, he was like uh, an off-screen bullshit. Yeah. And the division, look, I mean, Keener, honestly, I understand him. I really do. I understand why he did it. And honestly, I might, if it all happened to me, I might do the same thing. But the fact of the matter is, is that he's pretty much like the loose end, you know, because the scientist who made the virus, released the virus, he was dead, you know. And Keener escaped you. He escaped the wrath of Wave 2. Yeah. Oh no yeah. no 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 no! And this guy is supposed to be like among the best of even the division, like, like literally, like you know, this is like the guy, you know, not just skills, <laughs> a dude, the yeah. guy, you know, the main guy. Man. I mean, you know, like, you know, he, it, it wasn't he built up like that in the first one? It's like no, I he, he seen was everything. He was because like, uh, because of the, you know, way the dark that zone. Yeah. yeah, they pulled him out before he could save the dark zone from happening. He uh, he pretty much like. Sabotage you up the whole game. And I think he was the one who sent those hunters after you. Uh, yeah, yeah, in the expansion, yeah, you know. So you know, this is like the guy. So, uh, and the fact that you know he's escaped me for so long, I know. So, I, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Dead Man told me about this a few days ago. I had to go online because my Xbox One was on the fritz, but I freaking bought it online on the set for like. <coughs> Dude, I can't believe it's that cheap right now. Like, seriously. Yeah. The Division 2? Yeah, it's like $3. It's seriously, actually right three. there. Right there in the middle yeah. paragraph, right here. Yeah. yeah. It's also drastic cut with the price of Division 2 on the base game for just $3. Yeah. 
started today. So, but yeah. the expansion's another forty dollars with the Gates game. So I just I just bought the whole thing for forty bucks. Yeah, you bought it already. Yeah, I, I was like three bucks. Hell yeah! Well, but you know, I don't. I don't, I don't think you get how much DJ hates loose ends. Tell them what you almost did to my to my uh, to my Saints Row game. Dude, I almost broke it. I almost broke it, and I had like uh, I, I I literally I was like really bending the fuck out of it, but surprisingly, it still worked. But I had sixty bucks ready to give uh, Dead Man. Yeah, you know, like straight up, like dude, like because I you know because. I was like, I was that pissed off when uh, in the first case, real like you know spoilers, but this came back all the way back to two thousand five. So you haven't played, you know, haven't played it, but since then, I don't know about it. You know, screw you. But in the end, you know, your character gets blown up on a boat, and that's it. You know, game's over. Yeah, and I'm like, roll what credits. the? F-? Yeah, roll credits. I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I, I pretty much threw the disc. I was stepping on it. I was like everything, and I was like, oh shit, this is dead man's. <laughs> so, like, here it is. I had sixty. I, I came up to him. I gave, I gave him the disc. I tried to clean as much as I can, but I was like, you, you might want to try, you know, try to see if this this game works. But if it did, I had sixty dollars in my pocket ready to give him, which oh. I would have paid gladly. <laughs> luckily, it worked. Uh, so, and luckily, Saints Row Two was actually just announced, like not that long. It was like right around the corner. It was literally about a week out. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you know, so thank goodness for that. But no, 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 no. I hate loose ends. And Keener's a loose end. <laughs> uh, so mustard, would you please? <laughs> I like. Okay, this is gonna be funny. All of this is meant to spark new interest in a game that Ubisoft expected to be a major hit when it launched last March, but stumbled quickly as post-release problems mounted and fans grew annoyed. The Division 2 stumbled through the summer, through that struggle was largely forgotten by the fall of when Ubisoft's next expected hit, October's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, face-planted and launched, and sent the mega-publisher into a soul-searching panic that triggered delays of its next three big games. Now, I kind of want to disagree with that. I don't. I don't disagree with that at all. No, because what was the Anthem? Right, Anthem was coming. came out just around the same time as the Division, and the Division was going off name. Anthem was going off so much fucking hype that uh, even well, Lofus here wanted to buy it, and I advised him against it. And uh, uh, so the Division kind of got put on the back burner because they were trying to struggle to keep up with this open ended uh, Anthem. So they car- they started focusing less on the Division and more on Breakpoint. So the division kind of went to the back burner, but that the hype around Anthem was so fucking much, well, right? Right, okay, baby. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna compare it to that, but I'm gonna compare it to this. It's like when you had okay with with games like the Division and see, look, the, with the overhauls to like the Destiny, Destiny Two. Look, when you have games that are like this, when you have the looter shooters with RNG and missions and, and, and co-op, there's not much you can really do for a fucking sequel. Like, there's not. There's not much you can do differently. But what happened with The Division 2 was that it did have game-breaking glitches in it. Like, it did have game-breaking problems when it first launched, and people were fucking annoyed. So, with the similarities between this one and the first one, because even me playing it, I see it. It's not very different from the first one. Not, not, not by much. And I just feel like it did kind of stumble when it released, because it came out, 
and like everybody was like, "Yeah, cool," for like two days, and then it and it and it was gone. But Breakpoint came out, the the beta came out, and everybody was like, "This is shit." And the full game came out, and everybody <laughs> yeah. was like, "This is really shit." Holy shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. The Division Two. It's not very. It's it's literally the Division One with updated graphics. That's all I see, really. Um. Well, I I can't say that because. And a lot once, less snow. Once you get to, once you get to the, towards the end game, once you reach a certain level, don't 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 give me that shit. Once you get to a certain point of the game, no, dude. Like no, first impression. No, no, no. First impressions are just important as like end game shit. And nah, the first I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that's untrue. What I'm saying is that with the division, they fucked up. They, the division two, they fucked up by putting so much cool shit behind a certain level. So right now you're just grinding to get to that level. Once you get to that level, some some cool shit unlocks. But like they did fuck up on that. I'm not defending. I'm not defending the game. Uh, you know, completely on uh, biasly. Like they did fuck up. The game guys, does. Guys, the game Izzy, does lack. Is he? Is he? Lofus, DJ. Yeah, sounds like a little bit you defending it. <laughs> I mean, it's like it was kind of like one of those. Yeah, but here's the reason. But not that I disagree, but this kind of seems like I don't know. Division literally is just one of those games that it's just you 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 do you do the thing over and over. Well, yeah, I mean that's what looter shooters are basically. That's what all looter shooters are. And I don't really know how much shit you can pack behind a level. When it's literally just doing the same thing over and over again the whole the whole game. Oh, you'll see. You know, but honestly, it's just a certain charm. But you know, but look at look at Destiny. <coughs> it's just one of those things. Like you know, you get this better stuff. So you know, with this new shiny new item, how how much better can you handle this uh, this particular boss or this particular mission? Uh, on top of that, didn't did also didn't didn't Destiny also lock your like ultimate behind a level wall? Ultimate? No. Or like once something was locked behind a level wall. I don't remember what. I don't think so. Just mm. weapons and stuff like that you pick up. That's about it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I guess you mean like that skill tree, but no. One yeah, really I mean certain that. certain missions were locked behind a level wall. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Something was locked, and uh, either way, it was it was frustrating, and it's no less frustrating with the division. It's no better, and the division is no better for it. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm not biasly protecting this. I'm just saying that the division fucked up by doing this. And yeah, what's coming what's coming after that certain rank is actually kind of cool. So huh. I'm just I'm just checking to see if uh, there's anything left. Now we have this, this fucking expansion so. that we have to pay an extra. Yeah, no, nah, let's talk about the expansion now, man. Fuck that. Keener's dead. So even oh. after you buy the year pass, you still need to pay the forty dollars for this fucking expansion. I know. No, I'm, I'm, no. It, no, it should, no, it should come with the. Uh, year okay, because if it did, bro, oh my god, could you imagine? Yeah, I yeah, don't think it, so. it, yeah. It's not like Borderlands Two. <clears throat> yeah, so I don't have the year pass, so I'm gonna have to pass on the fucking DLC. Oh, you'll get it. The year pass costs like four times more as a game right now. The year pass costs twelve dollars, dude. Literally four times more than the fucking game. What did I just say? You're not wrong. You're still a dickhead. Okay. 
<laughs> so the original story of uh, well speaking of dickheads Hideo Kojima and how he fucked Silent Hill Konami has to come out literally on the 26th of January and confirm that it is still has two resident uh, two Silent Hill not Resident Evil two Silent Hill games in the works yeah you know what I'm gonna see what they are first before I get like any type type of chubby because I'm freaking sorry <laughs> because I'm sorry, dude. Like a- after the botch of Silent Hills, and I don't give a fuck. I blame Konami, but you know for fucking canceling this shit. Oh, it's gonna be oh. It's but, gonna so be let's to... let's go. You know, right through now, this. I'm thinking. Uh, right now, I'm thinking Silent Hill Pachinko pat- uh, pat- uh, pat- Machine or something. <laughs> so let's go through this. According to Twitter, uh, Aesthetic Gamer, who has accurately shared Capcom leaks in the past, publisher Konami reached out to developers a couple of years ago, inviting pitch ideas to bring the series to life once more. One game is thought to be a soft reboot of the franchise, while the other is rumored to be an episodic adventure similar to Until Dawn. That's mm. going to be cool, because Until Dawn is a fucking crazy-ass game, dude. Yeah, is that the one I'm thinking of? It's the one where like you have to make decisions and parkour you have to like, yeah. And then you have to. It's like quick time events and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, like a game heavy rain or something. <laughs> it's a pretty good game actually. I, yeah, I, 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 I obviously it. can't play it because it's PS4 only. But I've watched a lot of YouTubers play. It. It's pretty good. Until oh, until the, okay. I know which one that one is. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, baby, please. Uh, okay. Uh, in other news, while I'm dropping this this stuff and i think i can talk about this i'll mention there is a couple new silent hill games in the works aesthetic gamer stated konami about two years ago reached out to various developers to pitch ideas for two silent hill games one a soft reboot of the franchise the other an episodic telltale until dawn styled game to go alongside the reboot i don't know anything more than that though but i sure do hope konami's given it the appropriate budget and found the right developer to make those games succeed i agree so hmm yeah, yeah. They literally just repeated the first. Yeah, I really uh, did. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nami, don't fuck it up. Seriously. All right. So let's see. So it says here that there's a good chance that both of them are going to be revealed this this year. Uh, recent news in Silent Hill 2 art art director Masahiro Ito, uh, now a core member of the New Horror Project, hopes that he won't be canceled like Hideo Kojima was. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, fucking great. Uh, while it might seem pro- uh, preposterous that Kojima would work with Kojima again, or Konami would work with Kojima again following their public fallout, anonymous sources say that they have anecdotally intimated that uh, the ice is thawed between them and they might be going forward on a Silent Hill game together. Oh my god, no. What? They just don't, man. They're fucking less than do they? I mean, like, okay, so... so, look, so look, look at Konami right now. They fucking suck. They bro, know they suck. Konami has always fucking sucked. What are you talking about? It's well, like... That's, that's not true. But... but game Kojima, one Konami game. Uh, Resident Evil Biohazard. That's Capcom. That's Capcom, you fucking moron. Oh, my fucking God. Konami... No, yeah, yeah, all, right, Konami had, yeah, all Konami <laughs> nah, had... All Konami had... Fuck with Kojima. Yep, yep, do it. Oh, wait. Yeah, that was a fail. It's like you're literally in a podcast with a bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah, I know. I fucked it. I fucked it because of the whole Capcom thing here. I fucked it. All right, I fucked it. I got my fail. Moving on. 
I don't yeah, know. Basically, Has there been any good Konami games lately? Lately? Let's take a look at this. Unless, unless you count like what was, that, what was that that Metal Gear, uh, Metal that Zombie Metal Gear, Gear game? I think it was. Nope. <laughs> yeah, Survive. That's what it was. Yeah, right. Metal Gear Survive. That was a shitty game. Yeah, it was. All right, so let's they take have a look not here. had. They had not. They have not had a good game since Metal Gear Five. Yeah, since Kojima left, literally. <laughs> Yeah, Kojima was literally. like literally all they have, and now he's gone. And Kojima is a piece of shit. So, wow. Yeah, they haven't had a uh, they haven't had a decent game since Metal Gear Five. Wow, that is, ooh, that hurts. That's what I'm. That's exactly what I was the point I was trying to make. I was like, that Konami is a shitty developer. They don't have any fucking good games. No, they don't. And uh, and so much of this is mobile. Are you seeing all the mobile games here, dude? Mm-hmm. Somebody sent yeah. me a fucking picture the other day of of like the percentages of mobile game. Here, actually, I can I can, I can totally set. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Oh no, Def Jam Rap Star. <laughs> oh, oh wait, good games. We said good games. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Not doing that. God. Zone of the Enders, though. I, I, I'm I pretty sure that one did really well. Yeah, but it was like PlayStation 3, dude. Yeah, dude, four. Look at this shit. PlayStation 4. No, no, it, it was ported to 4, but no, it can't. Even, yeah, but no, do PlayStation 3. I just sent a picture to the chat. To the, to the um, Discord chat. See, three sixty. All right, so mobile games, PC three, right games, there. console games. So yeah, console no. games <laughs> make up a total of eleven percent, more or less, from twenty twelve to twenty twenty one estimated. PC games make up a total of eleven percent from twenty twelve to estimated twenty twenty one. Mobile games, however, have increased from eighteen percent to fifty seven percent of all gaming right now. That's yep. yeah, dude. Look at that shit. And this is projected here on 2021, which is 59% mobile, 19% PC, and 22% console. So yeah. more or less, about a third of the player base, more or less, has come from console. A third has come, less than a third, declining over the years, has been PC. And now we're gonna have yeah. now we're having this rise in mobile games. But however. <laughs> We've always said that it doesn't matter what you play, as long as you're playing, you're a gamer. Well, I just thought that that was fucking ridiculous that mobile gaming has literally, like, kind of, like, taken the market out from under our noses. I mean, I understand it. I mean, it's it's easy, uh, it's easy transactions when you buy, when you want to buy stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, like, the whole, oh, I- the whole idea is, is, it's, it's pretty novel. Before we dead the subject, though, can we watch one trailer game that I wanted to share with you guys? What trailer? Zombie Army 4. Zombie Army 4. Sure, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, do you remember Zombie Army Trilogy? Yeah, yeah. So they're, finally, they're, they're updating it? Yeah. Alright, so Zombie Army 4 trailer. 
Oh, uh, well, it's uh, six minutes. The two and a half minutes right there. Oh, there it is. I saw it. I found it. I found it. So you want to do that one or do you want to do this one, the launch trailer? I'm pretty... I mean... Yeah, yeah, this is the launch trailer because it's a dead war, yeah. Rated M for Mature. Okay. You know what's funny is that even with the current generation graphics, this doesn't look very well. No. The dead roam the earth in swarms a million strong. And that's only after drinking with me and Lofus. tireless, numberless, merciless. And all those Zambos. Oh look, there was that one guy that tried to outshine uh, us with drinking. Oh no. That's what became of him. Let's kill some Nazi zombies. That dude just straight up shanked that armor guy. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That was cool. <laughs> Oh shit. Oh. Holy shit, that's a zombie shark. I'm in. I'm gonna need a bigger boat. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> they have a zombie shark. I'm in. Yeah, it's, it's set four years after you kill zombie Hitler. <laughs> now he's back. Now he's, he's back. back. Oh, so it's a PS4 okay. exclusive. Yeah. That's disappointing. Okay, I gotta admit, that zombie shark got my attention. I'm in. I'm in. It's a zombie shark. So <laughs> let's dead that and move on. Alright, glad I could share that with you guys. That <laughs> was awesome, dude. Thank you for that. That was really cool. Yeah, nice. holy shit. Z zombie shark? No fucking said. <laughs> okay, so, so now that we're getting into this section, can I just say that I went to go see the Sonic movie? Sure, please. Go ahead. 9 out of 10. Really? Wow. Really? Like, fantastic acting from every single performer. Jim Carrey fucking knocked it out of the park. It was so good. Wow. Freaking awesome. Nine out of ten, and uh, all, all the stuff, all the stuff that they said they fixed. How did that? How did that come across in the movie? Was that? Was it like? Was it like decently done, or was did it look like a slap job? No, no, it looked. Everything was great. Everything looked great. There were so many like hints and nods to the old, you know, a bunch of Easter eggs for the old games that they threw in there. Um, it it story kind of like pacing took a little hit about halfway through. But then pick back up, and it was great the rest of the film. Well, I mean, like, pacing on a movie like that is also kind of difficult to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. and this isn't the, like, the more confident Sonic either. It's it's more of his origin story before he became that kind of... Uh oh little smartass. little smartass, yeah. So, in other words, oh. DJ's going to fucking love it. Does he eat chili dogs? 
it just came out, so we're six weeks away from spoilers. So, ah, <laughs> but I just want to hear him eat a chili dog. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Fuck good. Yeah. All right, I'm in. You know, the only thing I, I want this movie to be successful because I really want to see my favorite character, Knuckles, in uh, on the big screen. Um. Well, I mean, depending on how good this does, they might go forward with bringing out the the rest of the Sonic verse. Yeah, I will say they did leave a little hint of something more if they get the chance to. Yeah. All right. So I not yeah. only it just goes to show like how how well a movie can improve after a company's like, wait, okay, let's go back. I'm sorry, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah seriously. Like, yeah, I mean, Hollywood, take notes. Like, if you make a mistake, it's okay to go back and fix it. Yeah, you I know. think I would not have been able to have stood watching it with the old graphics of, of the Sonic teeth, that they the had. The human fucking teeth. I mean, look at yeah. like, let, let's, hands and let's yeah. admit it. Let's admit it. There's two ways of doing the fixing, right? There's one that, that they do it begrudgingly. You know what I mean? Like several, like several people have done. Like what happened with uh, like the, the whole Star Wars thing? It was done begrudgingly. It was like, yeah, yeah. okay, I guess I have to fix this bullshit. There was like there was a bit of a of a fine. And then there's what what this company did, the, the Sonic company. I just can't remember it off the top of my head. Uh, but they were like, oh, shit. Okay, nobody likes this. <laughs> fucking, yeah. fucking nobody yeah. likes this. John! Okay, guys, we're getting <laughs> flamed on the internet. My, like, the fucking CEO. Was my daughter just showed me a bunch of fucking memes, guys. We need to fix this shit, like, right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they, they went out of the fucking drawing board, like, Get the pen. First, we first of all, who, who, who fucking who fucking animated this? Huh? Who? Who? Uh, this is my buddy John down to animate. Fire him. Fire the fuck out of him. <laughs> what? What? What does that even mean? I mean, when you kick him out of the building, I'm on, I want him to shit himself. <laughs> oh my god, dude. So right. there's so just then, two ways of fucking doing it. What's up with the Modelo virus and and Margot Robbie? What? Uh, she oh, caught it, and now she's coming to kick your ass. I'm done. All right, and that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, like, so, you know, kudos to the company. They did it, and now I hope this movie becomes a success through their uh, increased efforts. And like I said, Hollywood, if you fuck up, it's okay to go back and change it. Yeah. You know, you're not no less of a man or a woman or whatever. <laughs> Just pull up your pants and move on. And also, especially with the fan base of the nerds. That's what yeah. I was about to say. Also, you're not capitulating. You're, you're, you're not surrendering your, your creative rights or anything. You're literally correcting your product for who it's sold to. How is that capitulating? How is that like, oh, well, now these... like I, I've seen it done by like people on the internet like fucking Razor Fist. Like, they raise the idea that, oh, well, now these companies are just are just bowing to the nerds and bowing to Twitter and bowing to the mob. I'm like, do you not realize... Without the nerds, without Twitter, without the mob, they don't have a fucking product. Yeah. So, like, that shit needs to fucking die and go away. <sighs> Anyways, Warner Up Brothers. Title. Yeah, Warner Brothers has blamed. What the fuck is. Has blamed uh, China's coronavirus for the box office failure of Margot Robbie's <laughs> latest film, Birds of Prey. Wow! How do you blame that? Uh, well, a lot of a lot of believe it or not, a lot of Warner Brothers uh, market is overseas. 
Oh my god. So the no. DC the DC Comics movie, which is a sequel to 2016's Suicide Squad, focusing on the character of Harley Quinn topped the US box office, but still fell below projections. With a production budget of eighty four point five million, Birds of Prey was expected to open around fifty million, but instead brought in just about below thirty three point three uh, million in American theaters. It was that the sucks. same story over it was the same story overseas where Birds of Prey uh, grossed an estimated $48 million from 78 international markets, lifting the total weekend gross to about $81 million. Still didn't cover the budget. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, they, they, did, they did not hit the $100 million mark, which is kind of where you want to be for these kinds of movies. You know what I mean? Well, $88 million in production? They only made $81 million back? That sucks. Yeah. But the thing is, is that these, the reviews have come in, and the reviews are all positive. So, let's take a look at this. Uh, oh, DJ, because please. the movie's shut down. Okay. DJ? DJ? Yeah, I'm here. Shut up. <laughs> Cinemas in China, the world's second largest movie market after the United States, have shut down amidst the coronavirus outbreak. Meanwhile, Business Insider has suggested that the films already may have contributed to his poor box office performance, and it's excluded young fans of the popular character Harley Quinn. Jeez. Oh, I really hate how they treat the, the R rating as some kind of, like, disease that must be avoided at all costs. Yeah. With the R rating, director Kathy Yang wasn't limited to the uh, wasn't limited in the violence and salty language uh, she could portray. But the movie missed out uh, on, the, on the teen market. God dang. That is that is idiotic to say. I, I really hate this. I really hate it. You know, that's why Venom couldn't uh while Venom's still an awesome movie, it wasn't as violent as it could have been because it was only PG thirteen. Everyone had to do PG thirteen. People complained about Deadpool uh wanted Deadpool to be uh PG thirteen, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, no, they did. There was a yeah. there was a petition started by some mom. Uh, a spinoff of uh DC Comics Blockbuster Suicide Squad Birds but it was directed by Kathy Yan and produced by Marco Robbie. Um so this is after, of course, uh, Harley and the Joker split up and has an 80% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Is that fan or is that actual Rotten Tomatoes? Because Rotten Tomatoes doesn't rate anything fucking superhero 80%. Let's, let's, let's check it. Yeah, actually, let's, let's find out. I'm curious. Okay, well, that's, yeah, that's the end of it. Close, one of, you, close one of your fucking hentai tabs. No. Let's go Let's go over. I'm already doing it. That's the end of the article anyways. Okay. Fucking yeah, bullshit, 80%. So, close so my hentai tabs. Literally, the coronavirus me. cucked out Water Brothers. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. Um, birds, wow. Would you Saturday look at that? Bullshit, bullshit. Those are bot reviews. And well, the audience—I no- I trust the audience score. The audience score is always the one I go to. Well, yeah, yeah, I can go with that. Um, wow. But yeah, you know, I'm sorry, critics. Wow. You know, the superhero film, yeah, fucking right. And we got a, we got, we got word from one of our. One of our um, Magic Squirrel Network alumni, uh, Tyler the Podcast Eddie, he said that this film, uh, despite it being a most uh, a female-led cast, is not uh, overtly femme power above all. Well, that's a plus. Yeah, because you know, 
still need dick. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Mm. But yeah, I was about to say, baby, chime in on this because you're not really big on superhero films. Um, I don't know what to say, man. I'm, I'll, I'll maybe I'll go check it out today. All right. Huh. All righty. So yeah. in other words, don't don't get sick. You're killing the music industry. I mean, music business. I mean, movie business. <laughs> movie business. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, no, right. Podcast. I'll I'll get there eventually. <laughs> Bad Boys for Life rated to the 76, 1917 at an 89%. Uh, Jumanji the next level. So, I mean, like, wow. Knives mm. out, 97. 97%. I heard a lot of good stuff about that. It's really good. So that reminds me of that one, uh, that one game, uh, When Seagulls Cry. It's like a visual novel, if you all don't know. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. So that yeah. is that is neat. Uh, I guess uh, I guess we we're sitting here with our foot in our mouth because it really is seventy nine percent. Holy shit! So, uh, speaking of putting your foot in your mouth, Doctor Who BBC responds to backlash over mental health episode. No, don't come for Doctor Who, dude. Don't ever fucking come for Doctor Who. Oh, they're coming for Doctor Who, dude. And this is from Geek dot com that is about to be burned to the ground. Uh, baby, please. Uh, Sunday's episode of Doctor Who, the latest in a proselytizing series by showrunner Chris Chibnall, turns the spotlight on mental health and our general inability to cope with it. Uh, go ahead, mm. just a little bit right here. Yeah. While some fans praise writer Chibnall and Charlene James for their depiction of humans' internal struggles, others, myself included, being the writer, were put off by a single scene late in the chapter. Cancer survivor Graham opens up to the doctor about his medical anxieties, telling her that I didn't know who to say it to, so I thought I'd say it to you. So the Time okay. Lord looks on with concern for her friend, listening to his fears and letting him express himself. After an awkward pause, she posits, I should say a reassuring thing now, shouldn't I? I'm still quite socially awkward. So I'm just going to subtly walk towards the console and look at something, and then in a minute I'll think of something I should have said that might have been helpful. Cut to credits. Hmm. Um, all right. Mustard? <clears throat> the moment was perhaps intended as a commentary on the fact that not at all conversations about emotional well-being are easy, but it was widely criticized for missing the tonal mark, especially considering the production team worked with UK mental health charity Mind to make sure they got it right. Not everyone, not everyone is, is convinced, convinced they, they did, though. Hmm. Um, that sucks. They tried to do a heart to heart scene, and everybody was like, "Yeah, nah." They've been doing that a lot this season. There were a couple of uh, early episodes with the two other companions, who was a, a black guy and an Indian girl, right? Um, where they've had struggles with their, you know, their background, their racial background in predominantly white areas. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. You can't say your racial background on the show. <laughs> yeah, you can. All right, got to say that for the post, right? <laughs> yeah, no, but the, the the whole fucking okay. So let's 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 tackle this one point at a time. Doctor Who is a series about a time lord who is over a thousand years old at this point, has limited interaction 
with human beings and is usually on the end of a lot of violence. So these hard, the, the, these, uh, not hard, these soft heart-to-heart -heart moments are very hard for his species or her species at this point. Um, it is a difficult thing to write. And the idea that they've done, and this is not the first time they've done this. Me and Lofus have watched... I'd say 99% of all the Doctor Who catalog. They've talked about depression before. They've talked about loss. They've talked about grieving. They've talked about uh, suicide, even, was a big one. Uh, remember The Water on Mars? Yep. So they talk a lot about mental health. And you know what? The thing is, is that the Doctor, the, the character of the Doctor, does not respond well because he's not used, or they are not used to having to perk someone up. They are used to saving the world. So the idea that now they're trying to clutch fucking pearls at Doctor Who doesn't sit well with me. What about you guys? Uh, I see both sides, honestly. Because at one time, you're right. You know, this is not what the Doctor is. But at the other side of the coin, it's like I can see people who go through this kind of shit all the time. You know, it's like it's it's a case where no one's going to win because you know it it, it it keeps with the character, but at the same time, you know, people who literally go through people who have cancer, you know, people whose children have cancer. You have to walk on, you know, it's like sometimes you have to like you have to be delicate with how you handle this. So this is a case of no one's going to win. You know, take the punch in the jaw. Let's all try to move on. Okay, mustard. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's tough doing this in any, in any show or in anything ever because there's always somebody that gets upset. There's always somebody that says he didn't do it right. There's always somebody saying he should have done it this way. So, I honestly commend them for even attempting to do scenes like this and you know to have kind of like a storyline like this in some aspects, you know. But in terms of people getting upset. You can't get away from that, so yeah. Oh well. That's a good take on it. What about you, baby? It. I think they're starting to get away from the science fiction aspect and 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 trying to go more into the humanistic aspect, and kind of like bringing into the daylight these all these issues that people have inside of them and don't talk about on the daily. So they're doing this to kind of like push people forward towards it. Like, yes, these problems exist. Not everybody always talks about them. And not even somebody who's thousands of years old can always know what to say and to correct it. And there's not, no easy answer. There's no good way of consoling another person in a situation like that. There's just the ability to listen. There's no correct answer. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And I just, uh, like, like the Irwins, Doctor Who is royalty. Don't come for Doctor Who. Well, I'll come for Doctor Who and I'll clean up after myself. Don't <laughs> <laughs> worry about it. Uh, like, I, like, and you know, like, I, I don't want to. Once again, I'm not trying to place one of my favorite series on the pedestal. The idea is that Doctor Doctor Who is a it, it is a foundation. It is a pedestal of modern day storytelling, and I think I can say that. Without any kind of color to it, you know, you know, do you understand? No, DJ, do you understand? Yes, <laughs> baby. 
Yeah. I they also got a lot of grief over over another episode in this uh, recent series where the doctor ended up having an incarnation that was a black woman and people got upset and then they were also praised and yeah. it's what it is. I'm just it I'm just like just don't is. don't come for Doctor Who. You're never gonna win. Ever. Uh. <laughs> Oh, they'll keep trying. Nothing else than want the attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of attention, though, uh, Jurassic World 3 to bring back two characters from the reboot trilogy's first film, but we already know this. This was announced months ago. Mm. Um, Why? Why, though? So it's Johnson and Omar Sy, who both appeared in 2015's Jurassic World, has signed on to reprise their roles for Jurassic World 3. I'm surprised they're just making another one, but then again, um, yeah. <laughs> well, dinosaurs, I guess, in modern society. Fucking dinosaurs rule, bro. Don't need no. Yeah, that? I mean, I'm bro, all for it. But let me tell you something about dinosaurs. Uh oh, here we go. <laughs> oh no, they're literally just fucking like millions, billions of year old birds. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that's all I have to say. Fantastic, Grant. Thank you for that. <laughs> hey, you know what, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding right now. <laughs> have to smoke my weed today, okay? <laughs> not a hundred percent. God damn it! That is. Right, that's gets for that. Those are fucking birds. Hey. Fuck you guys. We know, dude. We all fucking know, bro. No, uh, I was gonna say, but they they brought it up at the end of that article uh, about the new species of tyrannosaur that they ended up discovering. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder if they're gonna try to bring that into the. Film. I mean, like the, the idea that they're that the, that this article is talking about two very minor characters and not Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill is annoying. Very. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Birds. <laughs> Birds. <laughs> Uh, what happened to Hopper and Stranger Things 3 Season 4 teaser confirms who the American is. So let's go ahead and... Yeah, because we didn't see his death. We didn't see him die. What do I always say? No, I'm the same way. Oh, this is seven minutes, dude. You sure you want to watch this? Oh, what the fuck? No. no let's go find the actual trailer. Then. No. What the fuck? No, hold on. Just hold read on, the fucking on. article, boys. What the fuck? What? Come on. Come on. Why is it six minutes long? No, 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 go up, go up, go up. There's a 50 second one. Oh, there it is from from literally fucking Twitter. <sighs> this is posted on Friday. Uh, February 14th, correct. Oh shit, alright. Fucking, what the blah. Siberia. Or what Indiana looks like right now. It's a trap. <laughs> The Russian theme song. That Brad Pitt. Looked a little bit like him, right? Yeah, it did, right? There's Hopper. There he is. I know those shoulders anywhere. (laughs) Oh, god damn it. 
And that's I knew it. it. Uh, why couldn't I, he I, die? I fucking knew it. No, he didn't fucking die. No, I mean, like, why couldn't he die? Seriously. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. But yeah. I don't know. That pisses me off. I mean, look, look I mean, then the clarification for people who listen, I do not dislike Hopper. But I still Sounds feel like that do. someone. Yeah, but, but no, but I still feel someone from who's been there since the very beginning should have died in season three. Whoa, 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 whoa! There, big smoke. That, yeah. They've all they've all been there since. <laughs> no, uh, no. What's his name? Who died? Uh, the bar, uh, the stepbrother. Oh, Usually there since last uh, season. Oh, Billy. Uh, Billy. Uh, what's his? Yeah, what's her name? Uh, boyfriend who died in second season. He wasn't there since the beginning. Yeah, that's what, I'm, the, the that's what I'm saying. The people that have been there since the beginning are not dead. So why the exactly, fuck? exactly. No one from the beginning who <laughs> actually died. And I was hoping that Harper was dead because the thing is, is that the, the characters who have died they only, they only appear temporarily. So it's like, how am I supposed to take this big, huge creature seriously if he can't kill off at least so, one of the main characters? Spice it up for me, dude. You know what I mean? Throw a wrench in the fucking machine, you know? Make shake shake shit up is what you're trying to say, right? You're, you're damn goddamn right. <laughs> Fuck me, running, dude. I was like, okay, Harper's dead, fine, you know? When this thing appears, shit's going down. Nope. Has to be another throwaway character. And I love the other two guys, but I'm freaking sorry, man. Well, okay. Other Kill people... one of the kids. Oh, God. No, okay. Oh, my God. That had better not That's be taken right. out of context. <laughs> <laughs> Just murder the children. <laughs> Order sixty six. They ass. Damn right. <laughs> They're old enough now. Kill them off. <laughs> Damn, I got them. I think season yeah, three. I think season three killed more people than any other fucking season in Stranger Things. Though they literally oh, almost no, murdered right. an entire town. Oh yeah, you're right. But they were throwaway characters. All of them. Fuck them kids. Yo, seriously. Will, will this come to explain how Stranger Things is part of the Marvel Universe with his character? Uh, Why not? No. Well. They, they did. They did. <sighs> uh, you back with us, dead man? What show, <laughs> what show did they confirm that was... Oh, Rick and Morty is confirmed to be in the Marvel Universe. Oh, boy. Rick and Morty is in every universe, including the Stranger Things universe. No, yeah, yeah, but like there was a point in time where, like, in a, in a show or something, like one of the characters is like, "Oh yeah, I'm watching Rick and Morty." So, yes, dude, like, Rick and Morty is literally tied to every universe. This is confirmed across the board, including the DCU. Okay, that's that's one thing, but then you gotta like take into consideration the actual human beings of contracting and all that. Okay, so I'm just saying it's cool. It is cool though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> Ah, uh, god damn it! Just kill the fucking kids. That's... Just kill them kids. Fuck them kids. Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah. That's right. Uh, I got him. I got you, dead man. What can I say? That's going in the title. I hope you know that. Um, huh? that's going in the title. No, but would you agree though that season three of Stranger Things is by far the most deadliest and gruesome one? It was. It was one of. Oh, the, it was one of the yeah. grosser ones. Yeah, it's really fucking. <laughs> A lot gross. of squishy meat things Rats. happening. Just. Damn, what those rats scream? I didn't know rats could scream like that. Very, like, the thing-esque, I you know what I mean? Oh, this baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, baby. <laughs> Make that happen all the time. It's all right. Oh, God. <laughs> dead, dead, and move on. <laughs>
So I have a little bit of a treat for you guys. And I'm, I stole this from the drunken peasants, I did. However, I just, I couldn't suffer this alone. I couldn't. Now, we're all Slipknot fans here, right? And I think <laughs> one of the most, uh, I think one of the most iconic songs ever from Slipknot is Wait and Bleed. In fact, I don't I don't know of a single metal head that hasn't heard that song. Can you guys think of one? Take oh, a wait. Time. A, a song that what? I'm sorry. I'm not paying attention. As far as the metal heads are concerned, no. Yeah. When you when you gush over something, I tend not to pay attention. What did you say? Fucking prick. Can Just you like name 90% of the time? Yeah, yeah. What, 90 what, can you name a metal head that's never heard Wait and Bleed by Slipknot? Oh, no. DJ? No. Alright, so hands off your mouses. Let's do this. This was... Oh, no, uh, no, bro, why? Because no, you why? need to hear this. You need to hear this. No, uh, no, we don't. Yes, you do. Yes, no. you do. No, we... No. I don't even know this song, but we're going to do Slipknot's... Uh... Wait and bleed. Why is a why is a metal head in front of a fucking? I don't, I don't know how this is supposed to sound, so I'm just gonna go in. <laughs> Country cavern over here. It's definitely a fucking green screen. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a joke, dude. I felt the hate rise up in me. Kneel down and clear the stone of leaves. I wander <laughs> out where you can't see. Inside my shell, I wait and bleed. I felt the hate rise up in me. Kneel down and clear the stone of leaves. I wander out. Where you can't see inside my shell, I wait and bleed. Only one dislike. Oh, wipe me off on top. The light is bright at this time. Everything is 3D flash <laughs> from me. My eyes are red and gold. The hair is standing straight up. This is not the way my pig shooting me. I can't control my shakes. How the hell did I get here? Nothing about this. So very wrong. I had to laugh out loud. I wish I didn't like this. Is it a dream or a memory? I felt the hate rise up in me, kneel down and clear. So I want to rap what you can't see. Inside my shell, I wait and bleed. Just be violent. Cause Love I don't that. need this. Why didn't I see this? I've been calling candidate. I have seen, but just making oh my up God, my dude. mind and taking your breath away. I feel the hate rise up in me. Kneel down and clear the stone of leaves. I wander right where you can't see. Inside my shell, I wait and bleed. I felt the hate rise up in me. Kneel down and clear the stone of leaves. Oh my God, dude, look at him out. Right where you can't see. Inside my shell, I wait and bleed. See the fucking chat? Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> Okay. Oh, look at that. That's the fast part. Imagine you're, you're riding in your car <laughs> and this and this is the version playing. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs>
Excuse me while I willingly go stub my toe on the coffee table because it'll be a lot less painful. What I love it. You. Oh man. Okay, look. I'm not. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut this guy at least a little bit of slack because that is not a half bad effort for not knowing the song at all. But holy. But holy shit! I want to. I want to douse my ears in bleach right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think it's funny. I think it's fucking hilarious. I mean, yeah, it's hilarious. Like I said, I'll give him a little slack because he didn't know the. Okay, cool. You know, fine. Oh my god, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, you know what? That's that's not my problem. That's not my problem. All right. The problem is, is that this is clearly a karaoke track, and the timing is on the screen. Have you have you ever done karaoke? The the words light up in time to the music and where you're supposed to sing it. How can you fuck? He don't give a fuck. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh god. I think I think I'm gonna do this every week from now on. I'm just gonna get. I felt the air rise up in me. Good times, so I want to run with it. I'm gonna do this every week. I'm just gonna find some horrible performance and subject you guys to it. Oh, no, God. I'm not gonna be there as for those. Offering uh, deserve an Oscar. Lo- Lo- yes, Lo- yes, I have. No, don't you I think I think you have. Let me see. Hold I on. have. I actually don't. <laughs> know okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> he no, says dude, that he uh, has, but has he really? <laughs> oh my god, did you love to? Yeah, I'm about to follow suit. Fuck that shit. I, I, I got my, I got my shit right on the lead call. You I'm out of here. All right, all right. <laughs> I've been drinking this too far. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am not gonna do that again. I'm still recovering from you deserving us. Screw that, make it uh, screw, screw that dead man. I am not going through that every <laughs> week. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't hold on. <laughs> okay, okay. And the worst part is, Mustard, you're kind of pitch perfect on that. Yeah, That's you're actually one. better than the original yeah, fucking yeah. version. Oh. <laughs> Alright, how Rage Against the Machine are trying to beat scalpers. The band is trying to undercut mar- aftermarket sales with some higher price tickets, which proceeds... Uh, going to charity. Uh, here's the fucking problem, though. Rage Against the Machine years ago used to do, used to be hated on tours because they would only charge like twenty bucks for the 15, tickets. Fifteen hundred. No, no. Okay. So look, here's the thing about Rage Against the Machine. In the nineties, in the uh-huh. middle of all their hype, in the yeah. middle of all their hype, do you know how much it costs to get them to play the show? How much? Like fifteen hundred bucks. That was it. That like that's that was their set <clears throat> price. No matter what the fuck they were playing, that's how much they wanted. And now you come out and the, and you're literally three hundred and fifty dollars a fucking ticket for for not even the the good seats, yeah. And then you got eight hundred and fifty dollars for the VIPs. Yep, dude, what? 
you know, rage against the machine. You are the machine, my man. My man, like <laughs> you ain't that good. No, it's, it's, it's to be it's, rage against the machine, not become the fucking machine. <clears throat> so yeah, that's uh, that's kind of like where I was, where we were going with this. <clears throat> Hundred and twenty five dollar baseline price uh, for nosebleeds. Uh, twenty dollar additional fares. So they're trying to say it's one hundred and twenty five dollars, and that's the baseline price with fees no higher than twenty bucks. But if you go to the Rage Against the Machine uh, website, there is yeah floor seats at seven hundred and thirty one dollars, two hundred seventy nine dollars, three hundred and thirty one dollars. It's all over the fucking place. So, uh, the, the idea that they're, they're $20 or was it $20 back in the day mustard? Yeah, it was 20 bucks. And they were hated on tours because if you had rage against the machine on tour with you, you couldn't charge over a certain amount of over a certain amount or they wouldn't fucking play with you. Yeah. So they were kind of hated for that shit. I guess um, I guess Zach Delarocco's fucking mesh and hemp company and making fucking bracelets and shit didn't go very well because it's look at this shit. Yeah. So I am, baby. What, what you're you're from my generation of this metalhead shit. Like, what what do you think about this? I I mean I can see what they're trying to do, but I think they're going about it wrong. Okay, what do you mean? That's too much. It's it's too much for it to to spend on their fucking tickets, man. I mean, especially especially when you're old, when you're old like us, and we've seen them yeah. in concert for the twenty the twenty bucks that we're talking about. Yeah, and uh, just, it's just it's just ridiculous. Let's, let's, I don't know, man. If you pay that much to go see that band, you you either have fuck you money or you're a huge fan. No, yeah. I know people who went and bought their tickets for that much. Yeah, they're they've got fuck you money. All right, so oh, there it is, right there. Let's look at just yep. the El Paso tickets. They're like three hundred and fifty, the lowest, I think. Uh, tickets may, may fluctuate. Two hundred and ninety-four dollars, four hundred and two, four sixteen, four thirty. They're, they're just going up. What's the most expensive one? Eleven hundred. <laughs> For the floor, for, for the, the floor, floor. that eleven hundred dollars for general admission. Are you fucking joking? Oh, that my. is for fucking, fucking two hours of music. <clears throat> yeah, because they, they don't even have a large enough catalog to fill a four-hour concert. Fucking god, dude! And I know they were supposed to come to Indiana. <laughs> But I'm not seeing it. Illinois, Michigan, Wisconsin. Nope, doesn't look like it. All right, so let's take a look at the Chicago and Illinois, Chicago and Michigan are the closest ones. So let's take a look at Chicago here, because that's only an hour and a half away from me. Four hundred dollars to ten to one eleven fifty. God, and that's not even. That's a joke, floor. dude. That's a joke, bro. It's literally a fucking joke. Congratulations, guys. You became the machine you were trying to destroy. Now let's look at Michigan, which should be fucking interesting. Oh, wow. They're almost completely sold out. Wow. 
So from 125, from look at the note, look at the, it's behind the stage. It's behind the fucking stage, bro. Yep. <laughs> and you can pay how much is that? Six hundred and twenty-five. Oh my god! To be that far away. Wow. Oh, that's the lowest price. I got the best seats. Yeah, that's what. Was, oh, yeah, god, look, dude. you're behind. No, no, like no. No, 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 no. Click on the best seats next to the lowest price next over there. It's, over. it's sold out. Uh, oh, best seats. Yeah, the, the rest of the tickets are sold yeah. out. So it's not going to show hmm. us the price. But So God. either pay $600 to actually see them or 100 to sit behind the stage. In the nosebleeds. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I can only wish them luck. You know what I mean? Like, like I can only wish them luck because that's, that's a bit fucking much. Um... Let's see here. Moving on from that, because honestly, fuck that shit. Uh, Rodeo, here's why Little Nas X's video mashed up vampires and the Matrix. Huh? He invented country music. Little Nas X. <laughs> uh, what? He was Little... there with George Strait and Tim McGraw, dude. Making the best of the best. What the hell is going on here? An old town road little rapper. <laughs> How no, fucking go pathetic. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. read this because I'm when trying to make sense of it. Old town road rapper Lil Nas X asked Bradley and Pablo to direct his video for Rodeo. The Los Angeles directors were ecstatic. The duo had directed music videos for Rosalia, Mark Ronson, and Charlie XCX, but they had never been approached with an idea as bonkers as this—a hybrid vampire matrix plot. Huh. He's once again reinventing music. You know what? Um, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Lil Nas X is probably one of the most innovative artists we do have today. But this shit right here, this is this is rank. Uh, go ahead, uh, DJ, please. <coughs> Released earlier this month, Rodeo opens with Lil Nas, uh, Lil Nas X, in a, uh, in a phone booth, receiving a haunting phone call. He gets bitten by a vampire and takes the, uh, it, and things take a turn for the worse. Big Nas also also appears as he and Little Nas X wrap together inside an eerie pharmacy, a homage to natural born killers. Okay, so we're gonna watch it or what? I mean, I'm just yeah, curious. I mean, we watched yeah, something horrible. Like... I don't know, baby. You in? Yeah, sure, whatever. Let's do it. Yeah, seriously, why are we reading about yeah. it? There it is, right there. All right, let's do it. Should I full screen this for you guys? Hello. Duh. Remember me? What do you want? I want to play a game. Why don't you say it to my face? Okay. <laughs> Was that Lizzo? What's with the Michael Jackson outfit? Homage? What's with the Highlander? Okay. 
Why do they all look like uh, Buffy the Vampire? I'm not gonna lie, I'm kinda digging this. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, this, this, this video right here, this is a gay man's video. Oh, look at him, look at him with the Morpheus right here. This is a gay man's music video. Stable, I don't lie to them, it's no fables. Wrapped on country flavor. Now we worldwide, we made a big brand. Now our catalog is so major. Rodeo or Rodale, portfolio is so player. To oh, look, tomato, wing static. What the fuck? That was somebody's car, homie. I had no <laughs> idea what the hell I just watched. You know I what? It. it was I fun. Liked it. I liked it, yeah. Look yeah. at him. He's just fucking nay-naying in the street. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, I like that there's no music. You can just hear all the cloth going. <laughs> not bad i like it I, I, yeah i'm not gonna lie that was kind of cool I've seen worse i've seen we've seen much worse recently yeah oh man i mean like little nas x i mean who would have thought right the man is a he's actually kind of innovative right, skipping that yeah not being <laughs> stupid about it Okay, so if you ever wanted some history, though, ex-Rolling Stones bassist Bill Wyman to auction his instruments off. Apparently, his hemp company isn't doing so well either. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to work that <laughs> to work it in somehow. Uh, former Rolling Stones bassist Bill Wyman to be auctioning off some instruments he used during his stint in the band. Other items in the more than 1,000 lot auction include his awards, concert posters, costumes, photos, and correspondence. Everything will be yeah. hit, well, everything will hit the auction block at Julian's Auctions in Beverly Hills between the 29th and, and 31st of May. And this is my other base that I did cocaine <laughs> off of. This is, is my other base that I did cocaine off of. This is the guitar that I did cocaine <laughs> off of. And this is my piano that I did cocaine <laughs> This is some cocaine I did off that guitar. <laughs> <laughs> What? This is weird. <laughs> that, was, that was good. That was good. Oh shit! And this is my app. I did go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so uh, let's see here. So there's some stuff that's estimated. We got some prices here. A 1962 Vox AC30 amplifier, which is not a bad amplifier, not a good amplifier. Uh, is estimated to sell between eighty and a hundredth grand. A 1969 Fender Mustang bass, which uh, Leo Fender designed before he left the company, <clears throat> will be between three hundred and five hundred grand. What? 
uh, auctioning a 1978 custom-built Travis Bean custom short-scale base, uh, two to three hundred grand. And a Dan Armstrong prototype uh, will be between one hundred and two hundred grand. So. Never mind, unless you have some serious fucking money, you ain't getting no history. That's just. Wow. I mean, like, <laughs> but it's like, can I pay you five dollars to get a guitar string off the guitar? <laughs> Here's five bucks. Just let me look at it for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so and these my are all other going guitar, to digital keynote. <laughs> Uh, so these are the all the proceeds are going to charities, the Princess Trust, Macmillan Cancer Support, and CCMI, which is Central Caribbean Marine Institute, uh, which are in charge of restoring the the world's reefs and oceans. So I mean, nice. that's, uh, that's cool that he's doing it for charity. I I seriously yeah. thought for a split second he was doing it because I'm broke because I did too much well, cocaine off of this base. Oh yeah. <laughs> And here's the other no, you, you guys want to hear a funny fun fact real quick? Sure, sure. Fucking, you know, in 1970, Black Sabbath spent over $250,000 in cocaine in that one year alone. I believe it. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. In one year, $250,000 in cocaine. Jesus. One year. I... That's... I like... One bed, four guys. One bed, one bed, four men, a fuck ton of cocaine. And, who, cocaine and, and I wonder what muscle village. went to. Uh, we lost the Patreon. Oh, well. So, uh, let's go ahead and bed that. Start wrapping it up. Uh, DJ, rev it up. Let them know about the Patreon. Yes, the Patreon. We have a Patreon. Go on. Oh, that's right. Fantastic. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, right? Okay. We have a that's right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a Patreon. That's right. Our merchandise fell through because and then just you kept using it for warmth. Leave it up. Asshole. So we have a Patreon now. That's right. You can give us money directly. At patreon.com forward slash VT network. We have various tiers that you can you can enjoy for extra for those of you who wants to enjoy our uh yeah. our <laughs> screechy cringe worthy voices. We yeah, have yeah. one dollar, three dollar, and five dollar. At the one dollar tier, we have the first blood, which at which point we will give and we will uh name of choosing in the credits of every episode. You will actually be able to feel special for one dollar yeah, a month. Dollar. <laughs> I know but I if that is not enough for you, we could go up to the third per month. That's right, three dollars per month. You will get the previous tier plus access to the post show, which releases every Wednesday. That's right, three dollars a month. Man, that is a steal right there. And but if that is not enough for you, if that is enough to get your VT hookup. We have the $5 per month, and this is the airstrike tier, the highest tier you could possibly go. You'll get all the previous stuff, as well as access to the monthly movie roast. A You will get stickers every month and a giveaway every three months. And, of course, everything that happens you know, on the previous tiers. You know, we, we will not leave you hanging. Also, we will also read 
your name out loud at the end of every episode. Man, are we generous. That is correct. And also at the end, uh, by the end of February, if we get five more Patreons, we will be doing a combination movie roast with uh, pointless discussions. And we'll be releasing that if we get five more Patreons by the end of February. So thank you for that. Deej Mustard, tell them how to talk to us. Well, you can find our crusty asses on social media and Twitter, BT Network with the number two. Um, Facebook, VT Network, also with the number two. And if you have any calls or complaints, and now we literally covered this today, is Destiny is the same game as The Division. <laughs> Fuck you. VT Network 84 at gmail.com if you would like to email us. Also, come hang out with me on my stream on Mixer, mixer.com slash Colonel Mustard. First uh, L and Colonel is an I. Um, yeah. We're we're kind of you honestly you can tweet at us at any time and we'll we'll answer whatever because we we don't have any uh, people tweeting us so yeah talk to us please goddamn it <laughs> yeah mustard's getting lonely <laughs> he's getting very lonely so uh, I wanted to say thank you Lofus, for being on and bringing us your little review of uh, Death Stranding I know that was hard to get through but you got through it thanks for having me guys. I also wanted to say thank you to Paul Schroyer and thank you to the Magic Squirrel Network for helping us out, keeping us on, keeping us distributed. And also wanted to thank our three Patreons, which is Lofus, that's you, baby. Hey. The Grave Robber. And Tyler, the podcast daddy. You guys should have your stickers by now. Do you have your stickers? Got it. Put it nice. on my car. Get better fucking internet, Tyler. <laughs> We're going to have him back on at some point in time. Um... Well, thank you, everyone, and thank you to all our Patreons, uh, including you, Bebe, that keep us moving forward, and we will be getting more and more stuff out. Our first giveaway will be 420, of course, because we are 420-friendly, and we love all that shit. So, with all that said, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up and head to the post-show. So, say goodnight, DJ. Uh, Before that, though... Bebe, is there anything you want to pitch? Anything you want to say? Uh, just that Destiny Division of the same game. Oh, for fuck's Thank sake. You. Say goodnight, Thank DJ. You so much. Ooh, Thank you so much back up right there. <laughs> Good night, dead man. Fuck you. Are you sick of hearing podcasts about pop culture that have the same milk toast opinions as everybody else? Well, come on over to Cannibal Wine Tasting where we tell you unpopular and hot takes on pop culture that you may or may not agree with, like The Mandalorian not being that good of a show, My Chemical Romance really shouldn't have made a comeback, and Baby Yoda is not as cute as everybody thinks they are. So, if you want to hear all of these hot takes, come over to twitch.tv slash podcastdaddy, where we are live every Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or, if you happen to miss the live show, Hop over to YouTube slash C slash Podcast Eddie to catch the archives. Or if you're one of those people that likes to listen to podcasts on the road, we are on all major platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, or CastBox. Again, if you want to hear unpopular opinions on pop culture, head over and listen to Cannibal Wine Tasting right now. <laughs>